Hey, this is Lindsay Ambrose with Life Recipes and Meditations. Thank you for tuning in. Life Recipe 83. Five tools to help you get on track and keep at something that's important to you. We haven't really normalized hard. When things get hard, when they get uncomfortable, discomfort sets in, it's so easy to just quit, to stop, to go back to what you've always done. Even though it will make you just see the same results you've already seen. And if those results aren't giving you that joy, that feeling of happiness and fulfillment that you desire in your heart, then it's time to make a change. But as the enthusiasm wanes, as it becomes harder to do what's right, you need some tools to help you keep on track, to help you stay on track and keep showing up, even when it's hard. Because sometimes the hardest things are what bring us great joy. It's overcoming challenges. It's doing that thing that's not comfortable, that gets us into that level of joy and passion that we desire, that our heart desires for. So here are five tools to help you. First, first things first, when you set out to do something, you have to set that intention. You have to very get clear on your commitment, what it is that you desire to do. It's too easy to get caught up and set out to do something that maybe it isn't even your heart's desire. Maybe it's something that someone else wants you to do or something that the world has told you that you need to do or that will bring you joy. You only know what you truly need by tuning in, by tapping inside to your own soul, your own voice inside you that's guiding you along. So the way to do that is to begin taking time in the stillness, to show up and just be present with yourself. And the more you can take that time in the quiet, in the stillness, in meditation, the more that you can begin to tune in to your heart's desire, to those great fulfilling desires that will bring you that greater meaning, joy, and contentment and fulfillment that you truly desire. So take a moment now to think of an intention of your heart. Take a big deep breath in and release out. Another big deep breath in and release out. What is it that your heart desires? Is there something that you've been called to do that you've just been putting off? Something that you want to lean into but you've struggled to do so? Maybe because it's not the popular choice or it's out of alignment to who you thought you were supposed to be but you know it's what your heart longs for because it comes to you in a whisper and it feels right. Take a moment now to just tap into that thing. Maybe it's a work goal you have. Maybe it's a relationship goal. Or maybe it's just something that you want to do for yourself that you've had struggle doing. Just think about it now. You may even want to write it down somewhere. And this may not come right away, but a lot of times it's there. And we just have to make space for it and trust it and follow it, knowing that it's those intentions of your heart that are what you truly need to do and called to do and will bring you that lasting joy as you take that step forward and just trusting that 
the right next step will come to you, the right person that you need to connect and do what you need to do. The experience will open up. And when you can show up in that way, with that purpose inside of you, the right next step will come forward and you will have that faith and courage to do what is yours to do. So take some time to think about it now. What would it look like to to be in that space, to be doing that thing you desire, to be that person that you desire in that relationship, to do that work that your heart is calling you to do? Think about that intention now. How do you feel as you're doing it? Is there anyone around you that inspires you to take that step, to step into that dream or vision that you have? It's important to hold on to those visions, those dreams. And whatever it may be, Make it easy for you to remember that dream and vision. Place it somewhere that you see often, maybe on your phone, maybe on a journal that you keep with you at your screensaver or in a reminder that pops up to you throughout the day. Keep reminding yourself because it's too easy to get caught in the rut, caught into the things that we always do, achieving the results that we always get. And at any time throughout the day, as you lose sight of it, as you think that it's not possible anymore because it becomes too hard or too uncomfortable, remember to keep going back to it and allow these five simple steps to be your tools to keep returning, to keep going forth on that vision and taking those steps forward that you need to take to be who you are called to be. The first tool to help you is to just pause at any moment that you need to, to pause and take that deep breath. Focus your attention on your breath. Anytime that we do this, we are getting ourselves back to present moment. We're able to just watch that flow, that inflow and outflow of our breath. And in doing so, we get in here now. We're able to become aware of the emotions that we're feeling. We're able to come aware of what we're experiencing around us. And in in so doing, we're getting present. And when we're present, we are able to show up as our higher self. We're able to uncover the solution that we need to distill down what next step needs to be taken. But when we're too caught up, when we're just overwhelmed and we can't see any way forward, that's when we just know that we're not here. We need to pause and get present with what's around us. And you can do that at any time. You can do it in the heat of an argument by just pausing. Focus on your breath and your energy shifts. And with this energy shift, you show up differently. And this is felt by those around you. And it allows you to become clear that while we can't change everything that's coming up in our lives, we can't change our external circumstances, what we can change is the way we respond to what's happening. And in that response comes our power our power to show up as our higher self with love, with truth, with understanding and patience, what is, with what is needed to move through whatever's coming up. So it's with that pause that you're able to show up in that way. 
There's different techniques you can use to help you with that pause. One thing is called the 478 breath technique. With this, what you're going to do is actually allow your mind to focus on something other than what's going on. And in so doing, you're getting present. So you're going to use counting to just become more aware of your breath. And what you do is slowly breathe in to the count of four. And then you want to just hold your breath at the top to the count of seven. And then very slowly allow yourself to release that breath to the count of eight. You can do this as many times as you need to just get still and get calm again in your heart and in your mind and in your body. Another technique is to just begin to call forth and affirm what you desire to be in this moment, what your intention is. Perhaps if you're in kind of like an argument and you're feeling very angry and heated, you may do something where you say, breathing in, understanding, releasing judgment. If you're feeling a bit of overwhelm, you may do something like breathing in peace, breathing out worry. If you're having trouble connecting to someone in front of you, if you're finding yourself just completely disconnected and not able to be present, you may do something like breathing in understanding, releasing fear, or whatever it is. You can choose the words that make sense for you. Breathing in calm, breathing out angst. And as you repeat that, you're just refocusing yourself. You're giving yourself a chance to kind of let go of what you can't control, let go of what's happening, and just be here now and show up in a different place with a different energy. So that's the second technique. The second tool, so that's your breathwork tool, and you can do that anywhere. You can, um, you know, when you're waiting in line, when you're sitting in traffic, the more we can pause and watch our breath, focus on our breath. It helps us just get centered back in this place. And it's always available to us. The second tool that you can use to kind of return to your intention, to return to your place that you desire to be is called a perspective shift. At any time, there are so many different ways of interpreting what's happening. We see that all the time where there'll be many people in one experience, one event, yet everyone takes it in differently. And a lot has to do with the, what you bring to it, right? So at any times you can shift your perspective. You know, our brains were trained, are trained not to make us happy. Our brains are trained to protect us, to help us look out for danger and to keep us safe. So we have to kind of train our brains to see the good, to find out what's going right instead of just focusing on the dangers, the threats, and getting super caught up in that. So you can encourage yourself to see what's going on around you differently. And you can do so by questioning, by simply asking a question. You invite a different perspective. You invite a different way of looking at what's showing up. You may be able to question it by how would my child view this or how would a young child view what's coming up? 
in so doing, you may find that you may be able to see what's happening with you, around you with maybe some eyes of curiosity, some awe, astonishment, to see it differently. As a young child would see it, who's so present and so open and imaginative, a second perspective shift may be, how would my mentor see this? How would someone that you look up to, someone that you really value their opinion and the way they move forward in life, how would they look at what's going on? And as you question that and get curious about the different way that they may show up, you can begin to embody that, knowing and trusting that you too can show up in that same way. Third, how would you look at this from the perspective of yourself 10 years ago? So often the challenges that we face right now are dreams we once had for ourselves. And when we're in the thick of it, we forget. We lose sight of all that we've accomplished, how far we've come. So see it from a different perspective. See it from someone who didn't have these experiences in their life. How would they see it differently? Lastly, look at it from someone who doesn't have the same health, the same level of well-being that you have right now. We sometimes take this for granted. The health, the wholeness and well-being that we have that life force that vitality that's always that's in us what if that was gone how would we see what's coming up differently the more we can approach our life and respond with fresh eyes with eyes of love and understanding and patience and curiosity we show up differently it's a ripple effect And as we show up differently, others do too. And our experiences unfold in a different way because we see them differently. And we manifest more of what we desire. We're able to return to that heart intention, that way that we wanted to show up in our work and in our life and in our relationships. And it can all happen from just a pause and shift in our perspective. The third tool is appreciation. Did you know you can't be angry and grateful at the same time? You also can't be afraid and grateful. In fact, the energy of excitement and fear are really similar. There's just a small shift. At any time that you're in a place where that you don't like where you're at, you're seeing all the negativity, everything that's going wrong, you're in a bad place, it's so easy to just delve into a story of your yourself as unworthy, of this always happening, of you being alone and feeling these things, that things are always hard. But the moment you can just find something good in it, find the one good, maybe it's your health, your beating heart, your breath, find something. Your ability to see that what's coming up is teaching you something, to shift the lens from why me to what what is this teaching me right now? By asking that question, by finding that nugget of gratefulness, that little gem, and removing yourself from the muddy waters that makes everything so hard and thick to move through. It's just a simple shift and it's a practice. The more you can practice seeing the good instead of all of the bad, the easier it becomes to do that when things do come hard. It just takes a moment. And the more that you can practice in meditation, in getting still for moments of the day, the more that you can practice your gratitudes and see how much there is to be grateful for. 
It's easy to do it when everything's going right, but challenge yourself to do it when things are hard. Find something to be grateful for and see how it shifts your energy, shifts what's showing up, and helps you see with greater clarity all that there, the good that is available to you. Next is a reflection exercise. This is tool four. So often our experiences are blurred by all that we're holding into our heads. You see, we've gotten so busy to being a human doing. We do this, we do that. We're always so busy that we just lose sight of just being, simply being our presence and that the way we show up matters. So an exercise to try is just clearing out your head. It's a great practice to do even right before your meditation. Allow yourself to just take a couple deep breaths and get a a paper or even in your phone if you'd like and type up everything that comes out. Just allow it to just flow out of you. Whatever it is, those thoughts that are coming up, anything that you're worried about or excited about, just try to let it out. And after you feel like you've gotten it all out, like water flow style, just no judgment, just letting it be, take a look back at what what you wrote. More often than not, each of the things that come will have will come be one of three categories. One, it's a to-do. And if it is something that needs to be done, go ahead and take that thing and add it to your to-do calendar. Add it to your list of what needs to be done. Add it to your calendar so that it's out of your head and it has a clear task and even set a time for when you want to do it. That's your to-do. Another thing that may have come during that exercise are worries and fears. It's natural for us to feel this sometimes, but really worries are just negative use of our imagination, right? We know that this thing either could happen in the past, but we need to release, or it could may have happened in the past, but we can't change the past. So we're able to release that to the universe and just let it go. Remove those threads that are holding us back, holding us onto that memory or that experience. We know that we can't change the future. So if it's a worry about what could be, we too can just release that knowing that we can't go forward and make this happen or not make it happen yet. We can release that as well. So any worry that comes up, just take it and release it out knowing that you don't have control over that in this moment. So it's not good use of your energy and your space and your attention. Another thing that may come up during that exercise are dreams, visions, and goals you have. And this should be written down in a different area of your journal or of your, um, even if you have a vision board, just take those visions, those dreams, those goals are so important and you want to make those a part of your day to day so that you can manifest it and know that this is possible. So those go someplace else. So that's your reflection exercise. And it's a great thing to do either before bed or in the morning when you wake up to help you just get clear and get clear on what's important for you so that you're not exerting energy on things that are not important, that you're releasing that, what you have no control over. And you're just being present for the experiences and people that are in your life right now. It's a really wonderful exercise right before bed because more often than not, the mo- the thought you have right before you go to sleep is what you'll wake up with. So how about if you took those visions, goals that you had and you allow yourself to just dream and visualize and think of that before you go to sleep and think about how your mind can work on that during your sleep and how refreshed you'll feel in the morning if that's what you're thinking about instead of those worries and fears that you really can't 
control. The last tool is to just take a walk to get moving. Things can be really overwhelming, especially if we're just stuck. And so the best thing to do is move our bodies. And as our, when our bodies get in movement, our mind begins to clear, our attitude shifts, and we feel better about whatever is showing up. It's not always possible. Maybe it's just a very small movement of just getting standing up, stretching your legs, stretching your arms. This allows us to just get into a different place mentally and emotionally and physically. And this is going to be a big shift for, for you that you may need. If you are able to take a walk, you can focus on what you're experiencing with your senses. Allow yourself to just get present to everything you're experiencing. What do you see? What do you feel with your hands, the fabrics, the textures? Just allow yourself to really get present with it. What do you smell? If it's not the best smells, how do you get to a different place to enjoy better smells? What do you hear? There's subtle sounds all around us that we often just have blinders for because we're just kind of going and going and not taking that time to really experience. This simple practice of calling out what you're experiencing as you're experiencing is a great practice to help you get more present, become more aware, to be aware of, of where you're paying your attention. A lot comes down to what we're paying attention to, and these five tools help you do just that. Become more aware of where your attention is going, and with that awareness, you're able to make a shift. You're able to refocus on your intention, on your heart's intentions, what is most meaningful to you, what will bring you that great joy and fulfillment that your heart desires, knowing this is what life is. We want to tap into this and we do so by taking this time in the stillness, by doing this breath work and perspective shift, movement, reflection. It's not easy all the time. It's The easy thing is to do what's comfortable, what's, but you want to do what's right because this is how you bring forth that greater well-being that is yours, that is who you are. It's possible. So one more time, let's return to that intention we set at the beginning of this exercise, the beginning. Reaffirm it to yourself. Think about what tools you'll need to tap into and, and know that they're at the ready when you need them. And stay on the path toward that greater fulfillment, wholeness, and well-being that is yours. Thank you for tuning in to Life Recipes and Meditations. If you enjoyed listening, please consider subscribing to the feed, sharing it with a friend, or even supporting the podcast so we can keep the content coming. Here's to you and your wholeness, harmony, and love today and every day. Thank you.